ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय This Srimad Bhagavatam is the literary incarnation of God and it is compiled by Srila Vyasadeva, the incarnation of God. It is meant for the ultimate good of all people and it is all successful, all blissful and all perfect performed. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu declared that Srimad Bhagavatam is the spotless sound representation of all Vedic knowledge and history. There are selected histories of great devotees who are in direct contact with the personality of Godhead. Srimad Bhagavatam is the literary incarnation of Lord Sri Krishna and is therefore non-different from Him. Srimad Bhagavatam should be worshipped as respectfully as we worship the Lord. Thereby we can derive the ultimate blessings of the Lord through its careful and patient study. As God is all light, all bliss and all perfection, so also is Srimad Bhagavatam. We can have all the transcendent we can have all the transcendental light of the Supreme Brahman, Sri Krishna from the recitation of the Srimad Bhagavatam, provided it is received through the medium of the transparent spiritual master. Lord Chaitanya's private secretary, Srila Sarup Damodar Goswami, advised all intending visitors who came to see the Lord at Puri to make a study of the Bhagavatam from the person Bhagavatam. Person Bhagavatam is the self-realized bona fide spiritual master, and through him only can one understand the lessons of Bhagavatam in order to receive the desired result. One can derive from the study of the Bhagavatam all benefits that are possible to be derived from the personal presence of the Lord. It carries with it all the transcendental blessings of Lord Sri Krishna that we can expect from his personal contact. Vyasadev is exulting over his greatest literary contribution in the... Uh, Verse previous to this, it stated, Sarvatnakam Atmabhavam, how devotee is uh, overwhelmed with transcendental bliss. So Vyasadev himself is expressing his transcendental bliss in consideration of the glories of Srimad Bhagavatam, which uh, is stated here to be non different from the personality of Godhead. And Srila Prabhupada confirms in the purport that we can have the same benefit from studying Srimad Bhagavatam as from the direct presence of the Lord. And actually, uh, the Bhagavatam, for devotees who are not in the perfect stage, those who are sadhak, they're in the state of sadhana dasha, Srimad Bhagavatam is more important than the direct presence of the Lord. We may think that, well, I'd like to be with Krishna. What would we like to be with God? And often people ask that, uh, have you seen God? But they do not know who God is. Therefore for them the question is meaningless. 
or even if uh, they, they say to us show to me God even if God was to appear directly in front of them they would not recognize him actually those who have the eyes to see God they can see him everywhere yomam pashati sarvatra sarvam chamai pashati tasyaham na pranashami sachamai na pranashati for one who sees me everywhere and everything in me I am never lost to him nor is he ever lost to me so devotee sees God everywhere and everything in him but the non-devotee cannot see God anywhere and even uh, if God is d- directly appears before him he won't see him because he's taken a vow that he or his his motto of life is that I should be God so actually God can be seen everywhere at all times if one simply has the eyes to see there are many instances in Shastra of, of the, the Supreme Lord appearing before different atheists and demons but they didn't recognize him as God so the benefit we get from Srimad Bhagavatam that is even more from the benefit of the direct presence of the Lord is that we are trained to recognize who is God it's actually a very foolish proposition show me God it's, uh, it, it presumes the person who challenges like this Well, first of all, he presumes that you can't show me God because he doesn't believe that God exists. But it presumes that if God was shown to such a... if God showed himself to such a person, that the person would be able to recognize him. Then uh, if we ask the person that, well, if... well, you want me to show you God, but that means that you must be able to... you must know what he looks like because if I show you, you should be able to recognize him. In so... Your, your demand show me God implicit in that is the uh, the confidence on your part of knowing what God looks like so tell me what God looks like and then they'll say well I don't believe in God that any God exists and then you say what nonsense you're talking you say show me God but you don't even believe that such an entity exists yeah, so point. like this the uh, the atheists their their so called philosophy is full of so many defects all defects Therefore, uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam can be understood by persons who have at least some intelligence. That intelligence doesn't mean what is measured by the intelligence quotient. We find many people of high IQ. They may be very expert in mathematics or physics or playing chess or some such thing. There may be someone who knows 20 languages. But he doesn't recognize where the ability to learn these languages come from. Yes. So uh, material intelligence is not, is not equivalent to the intelligence which is required to understand the personality of Godhead. The intelligence to understand the personality of Godhead is bestowed upon a person who does not, who is intelligent enough to understand that he cannot understand God by his intelligence. If one thinks I can understand God by my intelligence, that means that he thinks that God is uh, subordinate to his intelligence. And it means that he thinks that the person who thinks I can understand God by my intelligence, that means he thinks himself more or less equal to, if not greater than God. But if we actually understand what God means, that means unlimited. So uh, we should understand our intelligence is limited. So by intelligence alone we cannot understand God. We require our intelligence to be uh, purified by His mercy. So in the beginning of Bhagavatam it stated that this treatise is meant for those who are 
nirmatsaranam satam, saintly persons who are free from envy. So those who can enter into the mysteries of Bhagavatam must possess this quality. If one is envious of the personality of Godhead, he cannot understand Bhagavatam. Now, it may be that one is not fully purified when one undertakes study of Bhagavatam. But one's basic attitude must be to uh, worship the Bhagavatam. But there are persons who are envious of Bhagavan, the Supreme Lord. Such people cannot understand Bhagavatam. Even if they read it. If their attitude is uh, one of thinking that my intelligence is greater than that of Vyasadeva's, then they cannot understand Bhagavatam. Just like that question came up at the end of the class I gave in the, the English class. That uh, some people say that we can accept the spiritual part of Bhagavatam but not the material part. We accept the parts which describe about Krishna but not the parts where it's described about the cosmos or the parts dealing with uh, social issues. So those who say this are atheists even if they're supposed to be initiated devotees, because they don't accept this statement of Vyasadeva, that Srimad Bhagavatam is compiled by uh, Bhagavan Rishi, the Vyasadeva who is the incarnation of Godhead. And the Bhagavatam is uh, non-different from the Supreme Lord. So if we say that we don't accept certain statements in Bhagavatam, that means we think we know better than God. We think Krishna is wrong. Our intelligence is greater. You see, Vyasadeva was speaking these things they didn't really know in those days. So they just made up some fairy stories. But now we have telescopes. So when it talks about Krishna, then we believe. Sri Vyasuvacha. When it talks about the cosmic manifestation, we believe Sri Scientist Uvacha. So this way we become atheists. If we think that, well... In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says, Chatur Vanyang Mayasrishtam Guna Karma Vibhaga Shaha. That the Vanashram system is given by Krishna himself. And that this uh, system has, in its various uh, manifestations, has been accepted by civilized people since time immemorial. In fact, the Aryan civilization means that which follows the Vanashram system. This is the uh, system given by God himself so that humankind can advance towards the goal of Krishna consciousness. So therefore it is uh, described in Srimad Bhagavatam and other Bhagavad Gita and other literatures. But step aside Vyas. Freud has come. Sigmund Freud and his parampara. Andhayadhandhay rupaniyamanas. The blind leading the blind. So uh, in the modern age... Uh, of course, maybe not so much the Russians, but certainly in America, people tend to think that we got it right, we understood. That first of all, there was a big bang, and then there was a bubbly soup, and then there was a fish, and then there was a lizard, Good then sir. it stood up, and it gradually became a monkey, then it jumped down from the tree, became Charles Darwin, and it was very advanced British civilization that he came from. And now we have the ultimate perfection of evolution, namely the American race. So whatever Vyasadeva may say, I mean, after all, these Indian Shastras, they're written by uncivilized people. 
So now we have the ultimate perfection of understanding and we have decided that the Varnashram system is wrong and we have a better system which is to live like cats and dogs. And if anyone doesn't agree with this, then we should attack them and bomb them and civilize them. So of course this is a bit of a sarcastic uh, analysis but the it's a fact that the modern uh, so-called civilization people who are advocates of this are convinced that they are right and just like here the the statement of the bhagavatam being the the ultimate good for all living beings they, they cannot accept this they are convinced of their own intelligence and even though their society is a t- total disaster uh, they're convinced that because we have money and we have military power that we are the most advanced. So unfortunately, uh, what happens is if we don't become absorbed in the topics of Srimad Bhagavatam, if we don't have full faith in Srimad Bhagavatam, if we don't have full faith in the Shastra and the Acharyas, then when there are problems in Vaishnav society, we don't look to the Acharyas and to Shastra for solutions. We, ha- we may have the foolish utopian idea that in Krishna consciousness there should be no problems. That everyone who comes to Krishna consciousness, they should be absolutely perfect. And if there are problems, just like we have seen problems in ISKCON, and we are seeing and we shall see, because we are in the material world, we are trying to go to the spiritual world, but we are here with our contaminated minds and senses now. So we should try to understand what is the essence of Why this movement. The essence of this movement is uh, as described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Now, if things go wrong, as uh, we, we don't expect it, then we may think there's something wrong with Krishna consciousness. Therefore, we should find some solution. But we can't trust Srimad Bhagavatam because you know, it didn't work, but what they told us. So let's uh, see some management expert or some psychology expert and then try to adjust our religious processes so that we do everything in a better way. So uh, in this way, we don't... We say, well, Krishna consciousness doesn't work, but what happened is that we haven't been properly practicing it. We fail to see Krishna's hand in everything. Prabhupada often said that Krishna consciousness is a science. What does that mean? Why should Prabhupada say Krishna consciousness is a science? Uh, because in science, it's just that like you can predict. If you mix acid with alkaline, there'll be a reaction and salt and water will be produced. A salt and water. It's predictable. There are certain procedures to be followed. And if they're followed, one will get a certain kind of result. But there are conditions. If the acid is too weak, there may not be any reaction. And depending on which kind of acid or alkaline one uses, one gets different kinds of salts. So in the same way in Krishna consciousness, there are certain procedures to be followed. If they are followed, we can, accept a, we can expect a certain kind of result. And if they are not followed, we won't get that result. Of course, Krishna consciousness doesn't depend only on procedures. But uh, one has to develop the attitude of surrender to Krishna. But even there are procedures to help us develop the attitude of surrender to Krishna. There are directions. The most, uh, practically the most important uh, direction in Krishna consciousness is that we should associate with pure devotees. 
And if we do so, then we will be by that sangat sanjayate kamaha, by association one's desires develop. So th- this uh, firm faith in Guru, Sadhu and Shastra, that is the key to entering Krishna consciousness. Yasya deve parabhaktya yata deve tatagaro tasyaite katitahi arta prakashante mahatmanaha This faith, one should have faith in Guru and Krishna and then all the imports of Shastra are revealed. One cannot understand Shastra without that basic faith. But that faith itself, that has to be Shastriya Shraddha or faith that is based on knowledge of Shastra. There are two basic kinds of faith. Lokik Shraddha, which is ordinary faith or sentiment. And Shastriya Shraddha, that's faith that is based on knowledge of Shastra. So this uh, Lokik Shraddha, this can be broken very easily. Or it can be, uh, can be, always will be mixed with misconceptions and worldly motives. So unless one has uh, firm faith, then uh, by definition he will have soft, pliable faith. So if we don't have full faith in Shastra, then that means we have partial faith in Shastra and partial faith in something else. Which means that we don't really have full faith in anything. Then we have become uh, servants of our own mind. We ourselves have taken the position of judges of reality. That means according to my own intelligence, I accept Bhagavatam 80% and other things 20%. So that faith, it, it means no real faith actually. Unless one has full faith, then uh, he will be questioning everything. Of course there's no harm in questioning, but this, this sarcastic or faithless kind of questioning will not help one develop Krishna consciousness. Not so if we think, well, uh, Bhagavatam, yeah, I like the descriptions of Krishna, but all this stuff about you know, oceans of sugarcane juice, and I, I can't accept I can't accept that. I, I'm, I'm too intelligent to accept that. So in this way we take uh, Krishna as an object of our own enjoyment. Because I like the stories of Krishna, but I don't like the descriptions of the universe, therefore I choose what I like. Or I don't like this description of the Vedic social system, some old Indian thing. We're Americans, let's, let's be modern. We're living in the modern age, so we'll, we'll forget all those things. But that was good for the past, but now we have a better idea. So these ideas are very dangerous and they, they spoil our own Krishna consciousness. And if we import them into our movement, as uh, we are doing so, then we're in danger of spoiling our whole movement. Then no one can become Krishna conscious because Krishna. they will not be allowed to. There will be legislation against it. <laughs> Don't accept the verdict of Srimad Bhagavatam that uh, we, we have a better We have a modified idea. So we should understand that our guide, Puranako Dhanoditaha, the sun for people in the ignorance of Kali Yuga, for, for lighting up the darkness of Kali Yuga, Srimad Bhagavatam. That verse also, that Idang Bhagavatam Nama. Krishna is Pradhamma Bhagate, Dharma Jnana Devi Saha, Kalo Nashta Dushamesha, Puranako Dhanoditaha. The Srimad Bhagavatam, in the age of Kali, People are in darkness because Krishna has left this world taking with him knowledge 
and dharma. Persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in this age of Kali will get light from this sun-like Srimad Bhagavat Purana. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur said that even if all the books in the world were destroyed but only this Bhagavatam remained, there would not be any major loss. So how important is this Srimad Bhagavatam? How fortunate we are to have this. But as Prabhupada points out in the purport, we have to hear that from persons who can explain it properly. He quotes uh, Srub Damodar Goswami who told Bhagavata Paro Bhagavate Sthane Study Bhagavatam from person Bhagavat. There are two kinds of Bhagavat. What is that? Uh, Ek Bhagavata Baro Bhagavata Shastra Ar Bhagavat Bhakta Bhakti Rasapatra One kind of Bhagavatam is the Book Bhagavatam. That is the the book Bhagavatam sets the standard of what Bhagavat is. And another Bhagavat is the person Bhagavat who lives by the book Bhagavatam and who is the uh, who is absorbed in the mellows of bhakti which are the subject matter of Srimad Bhagavatam. So both are essential for understanding Bhagavatam. That if we want to interpret Bhagavatam according to our own inclinations then we immediately become part of the cheating religion that is kicked out from Bhagavatam. There are two classes of people in the world, the sincere and the insincere. The insincere means almost everyone, and they partake of mutual cheating. The Srimad Bhagavatam is meant for that small number who are nirmatsaranam uh, satam, who uh, want to be free from the cheating propensity. So it is preposterous to propose that Vyasadeva has cheated us by exhibiting his by teaching us that which is not true it's a great offense to Srila Vyasadeva and to the whole parampara of our acharyas who have faithfully transmitted the message of Vyasadeva so we should be very careful to understand Krishna conscious as is received through Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. Otherwise that will not be Krishna conscious. And we, we have to understand Guru means who teaches according to Shastra. If he doesn't teach according to Shastra, his only his basic qualification to be a Guru is nullified. A Guru is not an entertainer or a no comedian singing. or a clown nor a uh, parish priest, a local priest, nor a uh, transcendental tax collector nor a uh, bestower of benedictions alone, blessing machine, but means uh, who is fixed in knowledge of Shastra and lives by that and teaches that uh, with full faith and realization. That faith is not blind faith. That is Shastriya Shraddha. But that, that is not blind faith doesn't mean that it has to be verified by empiric means. Faith in Krishna consciousness means the faith to accept that there is a reality beyond that which can be measured by empiric means. Srila so Prabhupada has stated here that <clears throat> this Bhagavatam is as good as God. So this statement has to be accepted at face value. As it is, we have no empiric means to measure whether there is God in the first place, nor whether or not the Bhagavatam is equal to God. But we accept it on faith. Not foolish faith. Very reasonable faith. But faith in the uh, transcendental nature of reality. And faith that 
Krishna is not cheating us. Vyasadeva is not cheating us. Prabhupada is not cheating us. Or we may think that, well, they're good people, but they don't really know properly. This is, this is another, another nice-sounding but hypocritical and demeaning statement. So please be very careful, because our movement is a very widely spread movement. There are many different kinds of ideas floating around it. And anyone with a little charisma can fool people that his take on reality is correct. So it is essential that every devotee who seriously wants to pursue the path of the absolute truth be fixed in understanding the knowledge in Prabhupada's books. And then if we, uh, if we hear something which sounds a little unusual, we should check. Is that in, what's that? Is that in Prabhupada's books? Is that in Shastra? Of course, uh, there may be people who are very expert at misrepresenting the knowledge in Prabhupada's books. So it's really a great challenge for all of us to rise above the platform of Lokik Shraddha or sentimental faith to that of Shastriya Shraddha or faith in Krishna that is fixed by, being, uh, by receiving knowledge from Shastra. So uh, please study these books very carefully. Without acquiring the knowledge in these books, we are very likely to be misled either by our own rascal mind or by someone else's rascal mind. So better not to be misled by rascaldom but be led by the Acharyas. By Vyasadeva, by Krishna. This is the sure path back to home, back to Godhead. Hare Krishna. Is there any question? Yes. Well, I saw this hand go up first. Yeah, Do we have, a, we have an outside mic? Uh, persons who are Bhagavata are very rare. How we can study Bhagavatam in physical absence of these personalities? Yes, it can be a problem. Fortunately, Prabhupada has written his purports in a manner in which uh, he is practically guiding us by his purports. Sha- wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, Shastra is meant to be studied actually under the, guide, under the guidance of a guru. That means in detail, detailed guidance. So that is best. In the absence of such an opportunity, we should do the best we can. And our sincerity will help us. Srila Prabhupada said, I never spoke with my guru more than 12 times. But because of Prabhupada's sincerity, he was able to imbibe the mood of his guru and therefore his study of Shastra was imbued with Guru Shakti to understand, it, to understand it and to preach it. So, take advantage of association as and when you get it and take shelter very deeply of the holy names and of the Shastra and of those devotees who are sincere to serve Krishna. Certainly, uh, devotees on the level of Srila Prabhupada are, are very rare in this world, uh, but we should at least take association of those devotees who are very sincere to follow in their footsteps. Mm. Then, how many hands are going up? Let's take from the Russian, says it's a Russian class. Are you Russian? Varuski. What is your identity? Difficult to say even materially. Yeah, please. Pesalza, or something like that. If I have 80% faith in Srimad Bhagavatam, I have doubts, yeah. Can you still go and spread the word? In the spiritual world? Can you go? No. Really? You want to translate that back into Russian? Yeah. 
Prabhupada's ideas didn't work, therefore we 